cross check. No, cross oh. gen check. No, gen check. Cross cross gen check. Check. Cross check generational informational positational checky McCheckersons of the blessed one hundred and one journey check. Oh, in the back? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, 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 anyway. Check it, check, check. I pulled Gogeta SJ4. Finally. You know who I also pulled? Vegito Blue. You know who I also pulled? Kefla. You know who I also pulled? Nova and Ice. You know who I also pulled? Trunks. And you know who I also pulled? Bo Jack. Bojack, I pulled him. Did Andre pull Bojack? AJ? I wonder. <laughs> uh, do you want to respond yeah, to okay, that? Yeah, okay. Just, just for a little bit of um insight to this. Yes, DBL did come out with... um. What is it? I shouldn't be talking about this on the check. No, not on the check. Let's get to the actual podcast. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is the CrossGen Podcast, and we are recording today on July the 4th here in the States, although you'll hear the episode on Tuesday. But um, happy 4th, everybody, to all of our American listeners. How are you guys doing today? I am Walt. This is... Hmm, what's it going to be today? It's, it's July the 4th, so remember make it Amer- oh we have to watch that show by the way this is gonna no. that Netflix this is show. gonna be cannonball aj and you'll see why this will be lssj be kaioken mui 55 eli so you're not gonna be george washington from that netflix show come on there were there were cannonballs the- during the revolution the 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 um yeah but the that Netflix show that we are anticipating to watch I hardly want to think one? about it huh which one uh, America the motion picture this one oh yeah yeah that animated uh masterpiece as it, as it looks like on Netflix where yeah. they they go crazy with um American history and apparently um. George Washington looks like Wolverine with his blades. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Kicking ass and right. taking names for America, right? Yes. Right. Or at yes. least that's what the, the show intends to be like. So I don't know. Whatever. It seems like a funny show. We should watch it. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. But before we do, um, just a quick note, guys, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And please make sure to like and share our show that way um you know people can listen to our insane crazy ramblings about stuff and today's insane crazy ramblings 
deals with cannon balls both in well cannon balls <laughs> see what i did uh, there yes. cannon yes. dragon balls well uh i didn't even think about that ah <laughs> see look at that but it's not just dragon ball we'll no. be talking about we're gonna be talking about canon both in movies and in anime and in manga and in general right just, just in general canon so that encompasses marvel dc star wars dragon ball and other stuff and what's the question that we're asking well, first, I want to ask you guys, what does canon mean to you? How would you define it? Uh, do you want me to start? Or, Eli, do you want to tackle this question? Uh, okay, I'll start. Yeah? yeah? No? no? Yeah? No. No? no. Yes. Yeah? No. no? Okay. Maybe. Canon, to me, is a way to make everything manageable uh canon i think probably came out of the fact that comic books had always had a very hard time dealing with storylines especially year over year decade over decade um so it made it very difficult right especially dc dc has like one of the worst in terms of comic book canon because they're all over the place and they frequently have to reboot the universe to make everything make sense, right? Well, yeah. Now it's not even about that. It's now it's really just <laughs> annual apocalypse. Here we go. go. <laughs> so I think canon is is a way um, to kind of make sense of everything that's happened before it, and kind of put a little nice little bow on everything. That's what canon is to me. Hmm. Eli, what does canon? Mean like, to it's you. like it's like you said canon is basically like a way of like i guess almost managing their universe so that um they have like actual events that happens it's like alternate the way i picture it it's also like alternate timelines canon can okay interesting and like non-canon is like a different timeline Yes, so I guess I'll weigh in on this a little bit too. Canon, like you all have said so far, it's all about, you know, making things make sense and kind of like streamlining everything that you have so far into a consistent story. Um, but sometimes that leaves certain stories out, yep. arguably. So I now pose you this question. Do you think they do more damage than good or vice versa? Dun, 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 dun. Well, uh, that's it. I, I mean, it all depends on. It all depends on the universe that you're talking about, because you have like Star Wars and stuff where. But I, I wouldn't say that it does any damage at all. Non-canon doesn't do really any damage at all to anything. It's just, it's just there, and it sucks that it's not part of that universe. So it's not really, it's not really a matter of harming any universe or anything like that. All right. What about you, Walt? I think canon, if it's done right, 
is is a is a positive thing for for viewers and readers. I think because and I I look at you know we mentioned one of the things DC and the comic books, but I'm going to mention another example: X Men within their own universe. They have a they have a very difficult time of of keeping canon together. So the X Men, the Fox X Men universe, because we haven't gotten them in the MCU yet. That's a jumbled mess. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. I mean, yeah. you can pick out, you know, things from that universe where it's like, huh? But wait, two movies ago it was this. Now the next movie was this. And now two movies after that, it becomes that, you know? So I think canon is very beneficial, but you have to do it right. Because if you don't have canon, then you get what Fox had with the X-Men universe, which is all over the place. As opposed to what the MCU is doing, which is a very tight, tight storyline, and all of their stuff is kind of flowing into it. They've kind of gotten rid of the stuff that doesn't count unfortunately the um the netflix shows but it looks like they're bringing them in yeah um agents of shield was completely discarded unfortunately because that started out as a bad show but ended up being pretty good but you know again you there's also the other point where in star wars um Fans who enjoyed the non-canonical stuff get upset because, well, it's non-canonical anymore. And they're not able to interact with the characters they're currently right. becoming invested in. Until Star Wars starts to cherry-pick and bring them in, kind of like what they did with Thrawn and things, things of that nature. So um, I think it's a, it's a good thing, but for certain fans, it may not be. Okay, let's take a look at a few. Uh, The first one I'm going to bring up is a question of should we include things from non-canon? And for this one, I'm going to look at Dragon Ball. So there is a property from Dragon Ball called Super Dragon Ball Heroes. And it does a couple of interesting things and tells... Not the best story, but some of the things that happen there, like I said, are pretty interesting. Like the most recent thing, Eli, su- <laughs> the the advent of Super Saiyan, th- Super Saiyan Rose 3. <laughs> Do you think something like that should be canon? No. No. No, God, no. Why, why would you even why would you even want to no it's just not a good idea to include um stuff like that um so it's it's yeah (laughs) (laughs) sorry i'm just thinking about something okay super saiyan 3 rose 8 Goku Super Saiyan Rose 3 Goku Black dun, 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 dun. Yeah no but anyway 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 it's not a good idea to include these because it's all fan service SDBH is just fan service at its at its greatest right so there's really no reason to include it into the original story that's like the stupidest idea I've ever heard um 
I mean, but yeah, it's not a good idea. Interesting. So something else that I found particularly interesting about Dragon Ball Heroes was the fact that uh, remember when they fought Hearts for the first time? Yeah. And he like took full advantage of the world seed and powered up. Apparently, that was a Zeno level threat. Zeno. And remember who fought That's him? Not a Zeno level threat. No, I think that was just like, it's not even like it was a mistype. I think it just showed how Hearts was like so self-absorbed that he thought that he actually stood up, stood a chance. But no. He's not a Zeno level threat at all. Nowhere even close. But you also have to think about, because we, we frequently engage in discussions like, uh, well, this one has kind of taken a back burner because it's not even really a discussion between us anymore. Who's the stronger of the two fusions? Vegito or Gogeta? That used to be a discussion at one point. And... One of the things that I remember citing in your defense was that Gogeta was stronger because he's able to rise to the occasion of a Zeno-level threat. But now you can't use that argument anymore, technically, because it's a non-canon property. No. But, look, it's, it's different... I don't know. It's hard to explain. I don't think that really goes towards uh, non-canical or canical because canonical, canonical. because. Um, well, it kind of does, though, because you're trying to cite instances where you can point out who's the stronger of the two. And you normally do oh. that in Dragon Ball by measuring up who they're fighting against. I mean, OK, but like. Um. Yes, but like, there's. It's not. No, the thing that I have to say about this, just real quick before we move on, Go Gogeta. There are plenty of instances where you could see how he's a stronger fusion. The best instance would be Broly. Um, SDBH. Yes, that's sort of an instance that shows that he's strong. Stronger, but, but it's, it's not, not canonical. Yeah. So your only instance would be uh, Broly. And Vegito Blue's instance would be Corruption Zamasu, which is why I'm saying, while yes, it does sort of have an impact on that on that feud, not as big as a difference as you might think. But it does make conversations difficult Very. when you're trying to reach for, I guess, evidence or sources, source material. Sort of, sort of. But so, yeah. in a way, you could kind of say canon versus non-canon does a bit of a disservice to the discussion. Yeah, because it's it's two it's like uh, two different sources of information that one you can't trust, or that you can't rely on. One, yeah, one you can't rely on, and one you have to. One, it's almost like the other one you have to like, almost I guess. I don't know. That's kind of what you have to follow. You have to you have to work on what you have now, and there's not that much information on actual canon. Yeah, because previously Gogeta was a non-canon character. Yeah, Super Gogeta, I believe, is like the weak. It's like super duper weak. 
in comparison to Vegito. And that's the non-canon version. But now that they made him canon, that Super Gogeta is no longer even in existence. So it's almost like, yeah, it's like, it's not really, it doesn't work like that, right? Yeah. And so I'm going to use this next item of discussion as a segue into the Star Wars. And I'm going to, and this segue is going to be talking about inclusion. So me, as a Dragon Ball fan, I love Dragon Ball GT. Disgusting. And ever since Super came out, that kind of got thrown to the wayside because at least before Super, I imagine it was canon. Mm, I no? don't know if it was canon. I'm I'm pretty sure it probably you know what? yeah, it's probably it probably was canon. Um but and I'm not going to lie, I liked how satisfying the ending of GT was. But then you had Super, which came along and changed a whole bunch of things. From Goku, well, Goku's mannerisms don't change that much, but I mean, that also makes sense because he's younger there, too, quote unquote. But not by much. Serious though, in GT, no, no, okay, no, super sorry, no, 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 okay. When it comes to GT, you can't include Super Saiyan 4. I can include Super Saiyan 4. Super Saiyan 4 Goku, I would consider a completely different character. It's not a completely different character, yes, he does. No, it's not. Personality change there, everything about him is different. No, not everything about him is different. He takes more. No. I'm Super <laughs> Saiyan 4 Goku is very serious. And when you compare that to base form and Super Saiyan 3, Super Saiyan 3 and below is like not not very serious at all. You don't remember the like Fusion the 13 fight Fusion then. 13? Yeah, I get that. But Super Saiyan 4 Goku, during during GT, it's a completely different personality change. You, guys, you have his voice change. He is definitely willing to take the fight seriously until there's points where he doesn't like when he ate the dragon ball that was sort of a well he was taking the fight seriously there he was actually trying to prevent shenron from getting the dragon ball that's one well yeah but like let's face it mui goku was far more serious i technically that's also a personality change too tournament that's power. not Go, tournament of power goku was far more serious there i don't agree at all the whole reason the tournament of power even began speaks to how not serious he was about it yes but that, that has no bearing over that here. does have bearing yes just because he wants to no that's that this is a completely different conversation okay but so so that that was the that was the purported segue into the Star Wars discussion because like we mentioned at the very beginning there was previously an expanded universe that was set up for Star Wars but then when Disney bought it they decided to make all those stories quote unquote 
non-canon. And that's the that's the biggest thing with um, the Star Wars universe that the fans they they almost got onto the wrong step with Disney, or Disney actually got on, you know, started a, a, with the wrong step with the fans because. And you know what? There is a there is a reason why Disney. I understand why Disney had to do it, you know, because you know they did buy um, the Star Wars franchise from George Lucas, and so they wanted to be able to tell their own stories apart from the main trilogies, right? The the original trilogy that was kind of, and the prequel, the prequel era, right? And so. It's kind of hard to move forward when you're when you have all this expanded universe, which they now called what is it, the legendary universe, right? the legends, Star Wars Legends. Um, it's kind of hard to move forward with the storytelling if you're beholden with all these stories. I mean, there's stories that happened. You know, we're talking about before Star Wars, the Old Republic being one of them, right? Then you have all the tales that happened after the main movies, like for instance, when Luke became bad, you know, um, the Thrawn trilogy, it's difficult for Disney to move forward. If you already have those stories out there. So I understand why they had to make all that stuff legends, you know, because if they really wanted to tell their stories, you couldn't do it in in the way that the Star Wars universe was was set up, and the interesting thing is that those stories themselves, the ones that are considered legend, those weren't really canon either, because these stories were built out of people just grabbing the Star Wars universe. The only thing is that Lucas never really said you can't do it, but he never drove those people to kind of connect them to the universe. It it was basically, you know what? Here's the Star Wars universe as I have constructed it. Tell your story. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to connect to anything. Just tell your story. So even then, those stories weren't really truly considered canon. Okay. So that's interesting. So then would you say that non-canonizing it kind of does a disservice to that in in the sense that i mean you you got to look at it this way those stories are still out there you can still read them if you want oh of course you know it's not like disney decided you know what we're going to take all these stories and um you know get rid of them those stories are still out there. You can still go into a Barnes and Nobles or your favorite bookstore. You can download it on iTunes or whatever, and you can still read those stories. Um, they're not; they weren't considered canon back then. But the emphasis wasn't on that back then. Like it, everybody kind of knew in the back of the mind, this is not really Star Wars because Lucas really didn't touch this. But I think when Disney put that label on it that infuriated the fans because for fans of people that love those those books and those stories it was almost like disney said you know what you don't matter we don't care you know what i'm saying those stories are now officially not star wars in a sense right 
that's basically what they said. They said they exist in a place where Luke Skywalker isn't running around on Tatooine. You know, that that exists in that alternate universe. It doesn't matter. So you took a series of stories that weren't canon and you made them non-canon again. <laughs> right? You doubled down on you it. You doubled down on it, which a lot of people didn't like. But what Disney has done, which is smart, is that they've taken some of those characters that were pretty popular with the fans and they're, they're slowly starting to bring them in into the Star Wars main universe, their Disney universe, right? They may not be telling the exact stories, but they're fitting them in in their their universe itself. Do yeah. I hear a comment in this corner? Oh, yeah. yeah I think it's, Eli's, it's, Eli's ready to go. Uh, as you guys know, I just dislike the Star Wars universe, the Legends-verse, as you guys like to say, as a whole. Because you have to, it's like almost like you have to compare it to the original non, well, not the original non-canon, but you're comparing it to non-canon, right? That's, well, I compare it to non-canon at least. So you got you to gotta look at this way. Um, and even back then, the only things that were true canon was stuff that Lucas made, right? So you would, you would put that as the original trilogy, right? Which we've all seen. The prequel trilogy, which some people love and some people don't, right? Um, the <laughs> I'm going to say this, and I'm going to try and say it with a straight face. <clears throat> the holiday special. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> right? That, that should have been canceled. <clears throat> well, it, it kind of is now. Oh, right? hell yeah. Because uh, Chewbacca's son was mentioned in one of the either the shows or yeah, but Lucas disowned or, that. or whatever. Yeah, Lucas did not like that at all. But still amazing. Disney. That Disney was Lucas. Has, this is Disney now. Yeah, Disney kind of kind of made that in a sense canon because they brought yes. in what was Lumpy. Lumpy, Lumpy, oh right? my god! Lumpy was was the guy that they made canon, <laughs> I think. Um, and I believe, and I'm not sure, but I believe the Ewok sh- television shows were by Lucas. Although I, that I'd have to double oh, check. God. You don't even know what that is. Yeah. It was animated. No, it wasn't. It okay, was live so action. No, no I don't know. know anything about that. Yeah, that was that was way back then. I think it was either. Series or a series of TV movies. Um, I believe there was like two or three of them that were centered around the Ewoks. Yes. So Wow. But everything else, everything else was not not real, according to, well, not canon. So, you know, to your to your point. It it's not those things weren't really in universe, so. You know, you're not really dishonoring them in a sense. Yeah, but you're comparing it, aren't you? I mean, you you're, have, you have you're, Legends verse, which completely sucks right now, right? You have Bad Batch. That's um, Legends verse. No, 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 you're getting that wait, completely wait. confused. Legends verse is like the original Thrawn books, oh. Kotor. Uh, oh, so that's the that's the good version. Is that canon? 
no, that's those not, are not okay, canon. So that's legends. So game legend games first. like games like um the one with Republic Star Commando, Force Unleashed. Yeah, yeah, okay. Those are not those are not canon. So then you're comparing the Legends verse, what I meant to say, to the actual Star Wars verse. To the Disney Star Wars to the verse. Disney verse. Let, let's make that clear. Yeah. And and I guess you can say that in a sense, you know. No, but you are. But but only the the hardcore Star Wars fans that like read up on all those all those books. Yeah, but nobody is nobody's gonna know. We're technically we're talking about like the casual people. fan wouldn't know about yeah, that know. stuff. You know, know. what I'm saying? But like like the casual fan would see Thrawn in Rebels and say, "Oh, this is a new character to Star Wars." But the hardcore fans know, hey, Thrawn's existed way before that. Yeah, you know. So those people would be the ones doing the comparing. And now the question is, which one do you think is better, the new stuff or the old stuff? That's the question that everybody has, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So now I want to look at uh, a kind of duality that we're starting to see now. So you have the poster boy for canon right now which is Marvel. And in opposition in relation to that, you now have, or you know what, let me rephrase that. The MCU. I, I'm not, I'm pretty sure the comics are doing their own, like, you know, <laughs> they're doing their thing. They so, thing, yeah. Yes. And I'm sure DC's doing their own comic thing too. They'll, if I remember correctly, for the most part, it's pretty much streamlined. I mean, you've had the New 52, Rebirth, uh, but yeah, that's that. But I, I'm going to focus on the movies right now. Deceased. <laughs> right? Weren't they doing that where everybody I think so, yeah. Like um, you have the Poster Boy MCU, and maybe, well, no, the shows, like you said, don't kind of really don't count. Except for the new ones now. Right. But then you have <laughs> the DCEU, <laughs> which tried and failed, but then they went and did something different. So with the MCU, you have the very awesome arcs, you know, the very beginnings, uh, I guess the search for the Infinity Stones, and then you had the Infinity War kind of thing. You had your nice little phases. Mm-hmm. Whereas DC now, what they're going to do is they're going to keep things separate. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah. You know, because we already had, well, Aquaman very loosely, though not really, was part of the whole overarching story, I don't think. Uh, oh, what's the other one that came out? Uh, Wonder Woman was pretty, pretty, uh, whatchamacallit, was pretty heavily, uh, I guess, canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also had, what else came out? Not oh, not Suicide Squad. <laughs> not Suicide Squad. But of but but of the non-canon movies, I think it's um 
Is, would you consider Wonder Woman 84 part of the... Loosely. Okay, loosely. So, so, yeah, so Aquaman, I think, is the closest to the the MC, well, the DCEU, um, along with Shazam, because Shazam technically had Henry Cavill at the very end of the show. Well, technically. Quote, unquote. Right, exactly. So, you know, there is there is that, I guess, you know, but... I think Wonder Woman, well, Wonder Woman 84 was so bad, I, I basically forgot <laughs> that whole movie, oh, God. <laughs> you know? So it's kind of difficult to say yes or no, but they didn't have, they didn't reference pretty much anything that much in, yeah. that, in that movie, right? Well, they only referenced probably the previous Wonder Woman movie before. Right. So, and the previous Wonder Woman movie didn't reference anything in the DCU either because it happened before Justice League. Yeah. So there's a very, very loose thread, like super loose, in in uh, the DCEU. So I guess what I want to ask now is... Does D- DCU suck? No. Oh, it it does. I'll I'll give you that. Well, Batman looks like it's going to be interesting, and that one's definitely not going to be part of their established canon. Neither is Joker, right? Yeah. Neither. That's another one. Um. So I want to ask you guys this: Joker was pretty good, and that wasn't canon. MCU is good because it's canon. Do you think that I'm trying to think of a way to phrase this? Which strategy is better? which strategy would you think is ultimately better? Because with canon, you have to keep track of every single thing you do and make sure it doesn't get messed up, or else you become the Fox universe. But on the other hand, while the other, while the characters may not necessarily be interconnected with each other heavily, what the DCEU is doing right now is much easier, and it gives you a much greater amount of creative reign to do things. And that's kind of the beauty of what the Star Wars Expanded Universe was. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I want to ask you guys now is which opinion would you ultimately prefer? The single creative vision or the very loose creative vision that is kind of, I guess, freer to be itself? Because that's kind of how I I look at this. I just want to know what you guys think. Honestly, I don't know. I would much prefer going along the... uh, the the more looser, right? The more looser version because there's there's a lot more you could do with that, right? Like Joker. Joker, like you said. Um and there's a but we had a conversation about this before. You know, I'm not gonna get into that. It, there's a lot more you could do with that. You could bring in a lot more stuff, especially for like you know, you have the MC the MC wait wait. MCU. MCU and the DCEU. The DCEU. But 
but for the looser version, call that anymore. I probably right? probably not. Did, <laughs> probably they, did not. they even call that at the beginning and stuff? I think it was called that at the beginning. So, I don't see it calling. I don't see them calling it the DCCU <laughs> or the DCFU. <laughs> the, no, the DC Film Universe. <laughs> But honestly, that's what they did. The DCFU. <laughs> honestly, what they did at a point. But anyway. You have like, uh, what was it? The Snyder Cut, right? Oh, uh, and that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, that's why, that's why I was saying I'm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to get into that. But if we were, if we were to go with the Snyder Cut, there's so much more you could do with that. Right? That's technically its own non-canon property. I know. That's why I'm saying you have more freedom than in terms of the DCEU. Yeah. And so I guess the final point I want to raise is should we continue going forward with setting up these like extensive canons? Because one of the drawbacks that I'm starting that you've raised on multiple occasions, Walt, is that the more you expand your canon verse, the more required reading slash viewing you have to do. So that makes it incredibly difficult for onboarding fans to like be thrust into these universes. So should we start finding alternative ways to be structuring these movies? <sighs> Um, it's, it's interesting because I look at Disney and I see two different type of strategies. Now, now, now Warner Brothers and the DC universe, they, they've kind of just said, screw it. We can't, we can't keep up with this. So what we're going to do is we're going to do standalone movies that kind of touch upon each other, but are not, you know, visibly connected to it right um disney with star wars and marvel has done the other thing they said you know what we're going to treat our properties more like tv shows right um where everything is connected everything is is important to everything else i would say that there are two strategies that disney's employing with both Marvel and Star Wars. Star Wars, what they're trying to do, and this is where my point was, you know, where they're making it too hard because it's kind of insiders, inside baseball type of stuff, where um, Star Wars is not only just about the movies, but it's also about the TV shows. It's also about the books. It's also about the comics. Um, and so it does become a thing where it's like you're putting too much emphasis on the main storyline in too many different mediums, right? Marvel, however, is doing it very, very differently, which is interesting because they both reside under the Disney Plus banner or the Disney banner, right? Marvel, what they've chose to do, and, and Kevin, Kevin Feige has even spoken on this, is that the main storyline runs through the movies. So <clears throat> for the casual fans, 
just watch the movies and you're fully caught up. The comics exist on their own, right? So for comic fans, you're good. You and for the casual fans that watch only the movies, if you're interested, you can go into comics, but you don't have to. And more importantly, the TV shows. The TV shows exist to enrich the movies, not to build the foundation for the movies, which is totally different than from what Star Wars does. So you can watch the shows and gain a better appreciation of a character like Loki, understand why Wanda is as as cuckoo as she can be, right? WandaVision, I'm speaking about that show. Um, understand that uh, Falcon why he's going to do some of the things that he might do in later movies because now that he's Captain America, right? But you don't need to watch the shows to understand the movies. And one of the things that he did mention is that there will be no major villains introduced in the TV shows. Those are for the movies because the movies exist as the main storyline. So there's different ways of doing it. I, I've just mentioned three different ways of how you do you treat canon. Me personally, I like the Marvel way of doing things, things because I do like the fact that you'll watch a movie and then something that happens in there pays off in another place. And it's, it's a very tight storyline. But not every studio can do it, as Warner Brothers has shown, as Star Wars has shown. I would even venture to say a little bit of the the legend verse in Godzilla. They're they're doing it as better than some other places, but then you had the failed monster verse with the mummy and oh god and stuff like that, yeah. which oh no that never <laughs> even got off the ground. Oh, so it really depends on the studio and the people that are in place in leadership roles on how to treat canon well and how to create these storylines that kind of flow along. You know what I mean? Well, you know, Godzilla is interesting, actually, because they have, what is it? One, two, three, four. They have about maybe five or four different canons (laughs) because the show, uh, I wouldn't even really say that that's canonized. I mean, not canon. That's not like a canon. Like most of those movies were independent from one another until you get to the very end with Mechagodzilla and the terror of Mechagodzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, the only real time that the are probably the most apparent. Uh, instance of canon in the Godzilla universe was the Heisei series, which you're going through now, Eli. And you see it too. Most, if not most of the characters you've seen so far, you have seen in a previous movie, and it is the exact same Godzilla. Um, By the time you get to the Millennium series, it gets a little choppy. Because 
Godzilla 2000 and Godzilla versus Megaguirus, they're con- they're lo- they're they're pretty connected. They're kind of connected, so to speak. Um, Godzilla against Mechagodzilla and Godzilla Tokyo SOS, they are directly connected to each other. Giant Monsters All Out Attack is not connected to either. And then, oh, am I forgetting one? Probably not, so I'm going to go ahead and do the last one, which is Final Wars. But that's not connected to anything in the Millennium series. That's actually connected to the Heisei series. And now you have the Legends verse. And on the Japanese end, you have what's going on right now called the Reiwa era. Where, again, they're not necessarily connected to one another. Or at least as far as I can see. Because you've already had Shin Godzilla. And while it looks very similar to Shin Godzilla right now, I haven't finished the show, but singular point, it stands to reason that it is marked, while there are similarities to Shin Godzilla, it is markedly different. And I'm not going to touch the other. I'm not going to touch Godzilla Earth. Sorry. (laughs) I'm not touching Godzilla Godzilla Earth. Godzilla Earth was awesome. I no, I'm sorry. I see. I will give you this. It's part of the Reiwa era, so to speak. But again, they exist as distinct from one another. It's kind of following the Showa pattern right now, or rather, yeah, the Showa, the Millennium series pattern, right, pattern right now. I like the side projects. Uh, you mean like Shin? And That's not or, technically a side project. That's part of the, the era. Verse. Oh well, yeah, okay. Yeah. Compared to the Legends verse, That's non-canon. All of those no, it's not that they're non-canon. They're not canonized. So in canon, everything is connected. With the Reiwa era, again, at least as far as I've seen, nothing is interconnected. Yeah, sure. they're just in a completely different alternate universe. So to speak, yes. So it's not canon. Again, it's canon as far as they're all part of the Reiwa era. It's not canon in the fact that they're interconnected with one another. Oh, whatever. I, I don't know. But, um... Like, the same people are, or rather the same company, is overseeing the creation of these properties. That's Toho. So this is Toho's universe. Well, yes, this is the Toho verse, which again we're calling the Reiwa era. Oh, okay, okay. So now, yeah, it's interesting because that property, the Godzilla property, is being run by two studios, which is which is a little weird, right? Yeah. Well, technically, if I if, again, if I remember correctly, Legendary's term is coming up. And then Toho has to decide if they're going to let them continue or not. Don't. What? Okay. As much as I like 
the Reiwa era so far, well, parts of it, I actually enjoy the Legends verse more, believe it or not. <laughs> I don't like them. They screwed up the Legends completely. See, this is this is the thing about canon, canon, um, canon properties. Canon properties always suck in comparison to non-canon. Well, technically, both are canons. Okay, well, They're just separate canons. Yeah. Forget it. Forget it. We're going off topic now. <laughs> right. But um. Anyway. Godzilla is a completely different. Yeah, Godzilla different is a different Godzilla, beast. Godzilla has. It has something to do with canon and non-canon, but that's just way too complex to even talk about, really. Because you have Heisei, you have Shoho, and whatever, all that. It's just... Godzilla Godzilla is to the point where you just don't understand what's real and what's not. Because there's just too many properties for Godzilla, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, anyway. It's different properties, it's different uh, directors, it's different styles and how to treat Godzilla because in some some of them Godzilla is good some of them is bad some of them he fights for the earth some of them he fights for kids right uh and some of them he's he's just I think that's been... Gamera oh it's yeah, Gamera well wasn't there the the one where um he was on Monster Island with the kid that's okay. That's that's a that's a little different. Godzilla's Revenge yeah. is a whole different. That yes. is like a completely different arena right there. That a that's a microcosm in the Showa era. That is <laughs> but but it does exist. Yes, it does. It, it is. Yeah. That, I think that's the one that I'm kind of referencing. You know, in terms of uh, in terms of kids and stuff. And then you have Godzilla, where he's just. He's out to kill the world, right? So, and then you have your animated, which we're not even going to get into. Right? Yes, I yes. happen, I happen to like the design of Godzilla Earth. I'm not too crazy about how they did Godzilla in those three. What are they movies? I guess. Yeah, they're they're movies. They're anime movies. But they're awesome though. It's such a different. Okay. It is a it Look, is a different take, but Mecha Godzilla. Okay, Godzilla no. was is a city, right? He's an entire city. <laughs> that was Kidora? weird. And just forget him for a second, because I know what he's gonna no, say. No, I know what he's absolutely say. not. King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah. Remind me what King Ghidorah was. He, he was, was like more a like a. He was he was a sick. He was okay. made out of energy, right? He was a sixth dimensional noodle. No, stop! Don't say that because then now you're now you're giving it giving him the impression that it sucks by saying because I remember I, I wasn't. It's a snake, basically. I have Fun. to look at it again because I oh. I don't remember too much about him. I think I was a little disappointed when I saw King Ghidorah because it was disappointing. It was. Wasn't he like made out of energy or something like that? Yes, he was like he literally existed in a whole other dimension. Yeah, that's no, not King Ghidorah. That's not. You guys suck. No, I listen. I I understand that, but but King Ghidorah traditionally is like an alien. He's that's tangible. So alien. No, he's tangible. But over there, they made him into like a being of light. 
but that's too that's alien for you that's literally what alien is that's not alien that's supernatural at that point yeah i I think that's where it is they made they made him feel a little bit ghosty you want this to be in the you call this alien this is alien to you this this is alien to you. I love those designs. I love King, them too, King but Ghidorah. that's not alien. That's not the impression that I get from them. That's what you would well, see in a medieval sort of thing. But but see, that's the point. I think I think that's where you're 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 getting it a little bit weird because you know what? You have the mythology of dragons. What happens if in this universe the dragon they got the notion of dragons because King Ghidorah visited them once before? You know what I'm saying? That's that's where remember dragons and and mythology they're based on other things. So in this case, you can make the case that you know what we saw dragons, but it was actually King. It was actually an alien. No, that's stupid. I hate to say it, I do not like that. The whole point of an alien is that he's an alien. He's not a dragon. And when you when you have dragons, when that when you hear dragons. No, the immediate thing is that it's immediately, it it comes to mind that you, it's a medieval, it's an earth-based thing. This doesn't, this looks way too earth-based. That's why I'm saying the way I picture aliens is nothing to be like uh, earth-based. That's what I love about Godzilla Earth so much, especially they took such a different approach to it. They tried to make it not like freaking, like I said, earth-based, not to make it earth-based. They tried to take it to an alien level. Well, the other approach is to to take a look at guys like uh, Geigen. <laughs> okay, that's definitely an alien. You can't tell me anything about like that. Is Mogera considered an alien? Oh, or? no. I, well, I, I think in his inception, he came from space. I'm not too clear on Mogera's origins, but as far as the Heisei series goes, no. He was Mogera completely was, manufactured yeah, on Earth. Was, yeah. Seem... Are you kidding me? Seems too mech. Are you actually kidding me? That seems like an over the top alien. He's a cyborg. <laughs> that's an over the top alien. That's way too. See, th- that's why I love Shin Godzilla so much. Shin Godzilla is scary. Shit, but he's he's alien almost. That's not a, but he's no. Not, but Godzilla's not an alien. No. I know, but the whole point is that Godzilla is is a is a, a creature. Born yeah, out the, of by the by the nuke, and I've heard it yeah, all. Yeah, I know, yeah, exactly. I know how Godzilla was born. But Godzilla, this, I just, the Shin Godzilla does look alien, though. But I, I will, I that's will grant alien you that. as hell. That's no. alien I think as hell. the most alien Godzilla looks in that movie is when he, achi- or rather, he's in transition of oh, becoming his slug? final form. That's slug. No, the the mini humanoid Godzillas. Oh, the little ones that come out I of mean, his tail? Yeah. yeah that's that looks alien as hell to me. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's... You know what looks really alien? And not to, not to get away, and, but I'll, I'll give you an example of, of, a, of a creature design that really looks alien. Clover from Cloverfield. Oh. Okay. Right? Yeah. Mind Flayer from Stranger Things. Yes, yes. Those are those are alien looking animals. You I know? really just don't like the fact but that. But you got to remember, Godzilla is a creature from the fifties. I know that, so, but I don't like the fact that everything it has to be a dinosaur. It has to be 
an earth-based animal like king kong for instance he's just a big uh he's just a big ape big monkey but and again then, that's why i mentioned it godzilla and those those monster movies are they're from a different time from a different time so there were there was the things that people were fascinated wasn't really that much it, it was more dinosaurs. A lot of people were fascinated with dinosaurs and, that's and stuff. That's why I love Godzilla you know? Earth, because it's not just dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, you could say what you want. Dinosaurs are cool, but if you're doing a Godzilla property, it gets a little bit old, at least for me, when you're doing the same design over and over again. <sighs> okay, so... Let me let me topic. No, we did. We did. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm willing to talk about this a little let bit. Let me let me say this then. Um what would happen if they drastically changed the way Vegeta looks? Well, it all depends on what why does mean. he look human if he's an alien? Oh See and and that's that's kind of what I'm trying to say is that you know what these are established properties where the the characters have already been they're well loved the way that they are. If they came and changed Vegeta in that sense to make him like an but, alien, no, make him look like something from Star Wars, like like make him look like a Camino Caminoan. You know what I'm saying? It's way different because for Godzilla, it's really not. Ever since what when it first came out, they've been changing it. It's different with Vegeta because he was meant to look the way he was. Godzilla, and why wasn't Ghidorah wasn't? Why isn't Ghidorah meant to be the way he was? Ghidorah and Godzilla were they they've been changed though. Like not not by not by market not by a market amount. Godzilla, you had the the blue Godzilla, the one that we all hate. His design, blue. The shoot, what's his? Uh, the one that looks more like a T Rex. Gino? Oh God! But that—that's—that's that's also and, and that's, that's an anomaly. And that's a perfect <laughs> an example. You change them to make them look different, he and said, everybody hated him. But he said he liked that design, AJ. I said I liked the movie. I didn't say I necessarily liked the design. He looked like an iguana in that movie. But it's still it's better when it, you have different takes on things. Everybody hated that look. Okay. Let me ask you a question: Did you like the look of Mecha Godzilla in the new in the new film Godzilla vs Kong? To be honest, at first I did like it. At first, at what, first, what happened then? There's nothing. The only reason he why he looks I don't weird like now, it, right? The only reason why I don't like it is the arms. Otherwise, they had the good. They had a really good design there. It was different. The only thing, it's different when you screw up designs. It's different when you're screwing up designs, and it's different when it's di- when it's a different design. You you don't make the mistake of of the reason why Gino sucks, um, and Mechagodzilla sucks. The reason why is because their designs are trash. But you can still make them different, and it'll still be good. Exactly, and King Ghidorah's design in Godzilla Earth was bad. No. (laughs) Yes. What's that? What's that snake underneath the ocean? What's his name? Oh, Oh, Manda. 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 Wait, let me see him again because I really want. Manda hasn't changed much. Godzilla. No, Manda hasn't changed a lot. Even in the new singular point, (laughs) maybe his head looks a little different, but. In, do in, in, do in, we like the way Rodan looks in Singular Point? 
I think they made him look too that's, that's much all. like a Tyranodon. Look, you, you but I kind I can kind of appreciate it though. You you can't make the mistake of having of of the problem of why these designs suck. The reason why I hate that design in in Singular Point is because he's just too bright, and that's and that's it. So basically, what it, what it is, and we need to get back on topic. And yeah, kind of wrap <laughs> this really do. up. Also, sorry guys, but you know what? Design is also very personal to everybody. So what what you may like may not be the, the same thing that AJ likes. You know what I'm saying? And and that's fine. That's the way. That's the way it's supposed to be. You know. I happen to like, in terms of Mechagodzilla, you know which Mechagodzilla I like. Kyo. I like Kiyu. Fine. Yes, He's more amazing. traditional. You know, he likes the older that's Mechagodzilla. Like, that's only because so, it again, holds nostalgic value to you guys. That's the only reason why but then you guys if, like if that's the case, If that's the case, then I'd be like AJ and I'd say, you know what? The first Mechagodzilla is my favorite because that's the first one I saw. Yeah, but... You know? The, but it's not... I happen to like the newer updated Look, Kiyu. The reason why I like the re, you know the reason why I think Godzilla fans hate the hate King Ghidorah's design is because the only thing that these Godzilla fans like are the are the original because it holds nostalgic value. And you what's cannot wrong with use that, that in an argument on because that's stupid. You're not giving the design the credit it deserves when all you want is the original design. That's stupid. You can no. You don't. You're, you're making it seem like we're trying to rip it out tick for tack. Like they changed King Ghidorah's design in the MonsterVerse because technically his wings aren't supposed to go out like this, like an actual bat or a or a or a or a, well a dragon. They're technically supposed to be stiff like this. So little design changes like that. That's okay, but when you go and like completely refashion them, in in a way that's almost unrecognizable, then no, that's harder to like. And it's like he said, if they went and changed Vegeta like that, you would definitely have something to say but about Vegeta that. Vegeta is different. No, it's really not. He different. hasn't been changed. He hasn't been changed at all. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly my point. Ghidorah has been changed. He's gone through. The mechanized very subtle things, and you can make the case that Vegeta has changed over the years with different animators. He oh. he has looked a little bit different. Animators he hasn't are, he hasn't been the same. No, animators are completely different. Uh, different. Okay, let me let me let me put it this way. It's really not because you know what? That's a choice that those animators are making in the design. Remember, there's the classic Vegeta that has the battle armor suit. Then there's the one that just has the blue suit. That's clothing. That's not. But animated. it's still, it's still part of design. It's still a design. Okay, but that's clothing. It's different when you're actually changing the physical human. There are fa the textures. faces have changed over the years also. Yeah, he, they have. Only because he went from young to old. That's not, not even really that. No, not even you look that. at no. the way they used to do Dragon Ball Z at its inception versus now. There is a big change. The only thing I will say is Dragon Ball GT Vegeta sucked, but that's a completely different story. But see, there's a design change there because only because, because they gave you, him a mustache. But that's my that's I think that's the point that that's we're literally to the point. You're you're complaining. Wait, E E, listen to me, listen to me, and I'm gonna let you make your point. Right, you're complaining that we don't like Godzilla Earth's King Ghidorah because they changed him drastically. Right. 
And you're saying that we're at fault for doing that. But we mentioned Vegeta with mustache, and you hate that. No, and uh, you're you saying that why? it's okay. You want to know why? That's a design change look, also, right? You could, look, you, you could can't argue. My point is you you're making that this. You can't. You have to make the distinction between the, uh, this and that. The reason why I don't like Vegeta with a mustache, because Vegeta with a mustache doesn't look good. If you gave Vegeta a fade and it actually looked good, then it would look good. But see, that's my point. You don't like him because you don't think that the mustache looks good. We don't like that Ghidorah because we don't think that Ghidorah looks good. There is a personality aspect to this that you can't deny. You cannot, you can't trash somebody for saying you don't like that because it's different. But then at the same time say, well, I don't like that character because it's different. Yeah, You're making it's the different. argument. For it's us. really Vegeta not. and King Ghidorah are completely different. Um, not really. They're yes, really not. not yes, really. it is. By not really. It's it's I mean, design changes in GT. They they decided. <laughs> okay, let's give Vegeta a mustache. All right, all right, all right. Uh, okay, Vegeta with the mustache. All right, guys. Let's. Bad, <laughs> okay, not because of nostalgic. Let, 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 let's actually break it up now. Where we got like so far removed, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Back to canon, people. <laughs> that happens frequently on the show, so get used to it, guys. Thanks you God. GT okay. So the yeah, let's, let's let's look to wrap this up because I think <laughs> I don't even remember what we said before. <laughs> the so. consensus is the consensus is you like the way Marvel does its canon. What about you? Marvel does a pretty good canon. Um, Marvel does an amazing amazing canon. Um, are we just going to like go through all of them? No, like the question really was do you think we should continue looking for more ways to organize our movies and shows so that you don't always have to rely on canon? Because it's like you said with the DC you got some creative freedom. But canon you have some but it's mostly one vision. Look, um is okay. is canon sus? <laughs> How does that even make sense? How does that even make sense? Is canon sus? Ew. Bro, what? Okay, but go, go on, Eli. Go on. Right? Um, I just had to drop that. Look, <laughs> the organization between canon and well, it it has been a problem, but like there, you have like um universes like Marvel, the MCU, right? Um. I don't really know how to say this. Repeat the question. <laughs> so do you think we should continue looking for other ways oh, to organize. to organize our movies? Uh and shows and you know properties. I don't really I I don't really think that the disorganization is a problem per se. That's kind of what's at the heart of this though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's weird. It, okay. Let's just put it this way. It all depends on what property you have. Marvel, they have a really good organization. You have Godzilla, which it's just it's it's jumbled. Not, I'll it's give not, you that. It's, it's not, jumbled. I'll give you that, bro. It's not good at all with their organization. DCU. I mean, I'd say that they're pretty organized for the most part until they went for the uh, Snyder cut. 
and yeah, yo, you okay. know the Joker thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Snyder Cut, that's when they started to get a little bit disorganized. Um, Dragon Ball, they they have a pretty organized. They can you can tell you can dis you can distinctly tell which is non canon and yeah, canon. Pretty much. But I don't think that's the main problem. I think it's all about bringing non canon storylines into this, <clears throat> right? Because you have like Star Wars, which they're, where they're canon, they're trying to bring all these. They're trying to basically just, I, I, uh, we've said this like countless times, and I know I'm going back to it, but like, they're they're making their universe so small, right? They're just using the same canon characters, so I think it's time that we don't jumble up the organi- organization, but it's time to start making that line, I guess, a little bit less. It's weird to say because I want to bring non-canon into canon, but that technically be disorganizing it, wouldn't it? No, not necessarily. Oh, son, yes, son. Yeah. I mean, look at what they did with Thrawn. Technically, in the non-canon, he is a general who rose to power after the empire crumbled. But son. what did they do? They repurposed him to be a uh what do you call it an admiral that is working while the empire is still in function so maybe he's not because at least as far as i remember in the books he was the top dog after the empire fell when it came to the empire but again they repurposed him for rebels so that maybe he's not the top top dog but he's still a top dog and like you know, they they they, they found a way a to work dog. him in. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so he still fit within the frameworks. It's all about where you put these yeah, characters. Just, just that's that seems like it's the main problem because I mean you have well you know well in 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 geeky people's shoes i guess you depending on who you are of course uh, i guess you make this uh you compare it to non-canon so yeah just bring i guess just bring non-canon into canon and try and keep it as organized as you can but don't be like star wars where they bring in non-canon characters and then they start reusing them to the point where it's like where it's <coughs> just boring yeah. all right well that's that's a wrap folks uh thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed our semi-coherent <laughs> discussion of canon <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it was all fun it's all good uh yeah so as i say it's a wrap <laughs> oh wait it's a trap no it's a wrap right. it's, it's a, a crap a- it's a twap yes yes all right so we're gonna we're gonna call it a day we're gonna go out um it's july 4th let's go let's go crash some barbecues and see if we can yeah yeah july 4th man and fireworks we're gonna fireworks explosions fireworks all right guys um great episode thank you for joining us uh this is walt Cannonball AJ and Design Destroyer Eli. <laughs> what?
Oh, he's powering up. M. Um, let me. I want to give it the most non-canon name. L S S J. B E. Rose. Kaioken times one million. M U I. Five. Uh, fifty. No, nine million. Um. Majin. Uh, time breaker, <laughs> limit breaker. This is gonna be longer than the episode. <laughs> um, Gosh. Launch transformation. You know how launch turns on is. Um, <laughs> full power Roshi. Oh, full power. Oh Final form. Third form. Gogito uh, fused with Zeno. Any day now. With Vegito Blue. With Fusion Zamasu and Corruption Zamasu and all the characters you can possibly think of. Maju Blue Absorbed. Two hours later. Blue Absorbed. And Baby Absorbed. EOI. <laughs> yes. Okay. I am the ultimate god. With all of that said, are the you... Sidekick gr- of Grand, Grand Peace. Okay. With all of that said, can you do the tagline? What's the tagline? Oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Um, oh my may, gosh! May our, um, may our, Kame Gallic Flash cross again. Oh, bro! May our oh, canonical bro. paths cross again. Kame Flash, Kame, uh, kill. Bye, people. <laughs>